0: Welcome to another episode of Living and Ultra Life. My name is Mike and today you get me. So that's always something different and hopefully it'll be fun. So my my topic today is gratefulness. And really the whole thing is running with an attitude of gratitude. And I know I probably talked about this, I don't know, maybe two years or so ago when um when this podcast was brand new, and it's hard to believe that we're coming up on uh, two years, but this whole running with an attitude of gratitude is is something that is kind of near and dear to my heart because I think that runners, one of the biggest things we we can be, and one of one of the things this is COVID taught me this. One of the things that as runners we should just be eternally grateful for is that we have the health to be able to get out there and go on these runs that we go on, no matter if they're short, no matter if they're long, no matter what type of run we're doing, the, the whole gratefulness for being able to get out there and run is something that we should really be mindful of as we're running. So I, of course, do crazy, wild, some might say foolish runs and, um, you know, this recently isn't anything new. So I began planning a turkey trot that I actually put off from the Saturday after Thanksgiving because of some life things that happened, and I'll be doing it in December. Actually, I think it'll be December 9th will be the day that I will be out doing my I Am Crazy turkey trot. But uh, I began planning this thing a couple months ago. And so a couple weekends ago, I was out running, and I decided, you know, I I want to have a theme for this year. And so, in my head, as I was thinking about and plotting my run and mapping it all out and all that kind of stuff, I decided, man, I just, I really want a theme. The reason that I wanted a theme is I am continuing on this journey of this beautiful orb that we call Earth. And I am heading into my 60th year. And I was like, wow, I just really want a, a theme. And so, I was thinking about it and just asking the uh, a, a proper theme would drop into my head. And so, As I was out doing a run that I thought I was going to do Back Bay, which those of you in Virginia Beach know it's a beautiful, awesome, incredible place to run, not during the summer because of the mosquitoes that will carry you away during the summer, but I had thought, well, I'm going to go down and run Back Bay. Maybe I'll get down to the North Carolina border, run back. It's only about a 20-ish mile run, only to get out and find out that the East and West Dyke Trails were both closed due to migratory bird nesting. Which I would have known if I had bothered to look at the Back Bay website, which I didn't do, which, you know, that's just me. So instead of that, I made it a 20 mile beach run, which doesn't really bother me because I like the beach. That may explain why I enjoy Swami Shuffle, or I just like 200 miles and suffering a lot. I'm not quite sure. As I started this run, I was just like, I just, I want to be able to meditate on something on this run other than the distance I'm running, the conditions that are out there. And the word thankful just sort of dropped into my head. So I decided, okay, this whole run, I'm going to meditate on the word thankful. So the whole run, I just meditated on on gratefulness and thankfulness and what it means to be thankful and what it means to be grateful. And so this whole podcast was born out of a 20-mile run on the beach that coming back, going out was fantastic. There was no wind. It was beautiful weather. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was just Gorgeous. I mean, just gorgeous, gorgeous weather. Coming back on the beach was another story as the winds decided to blow heavily out of the north. But I was thankful because there's a lot of people that wish they could have been out there doing that. I am also, in case you can't tell, I'm a person who dreams of one day possibly being a wordsmith. Somebody who could make a living by crafting words and putting them together. And so I got home and I decided to look up the origin of the word thankful. Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online defines thankful as conscious of benefit received. And it goes on to say gratitude is a word of origin first used in the 12th century, which therefore I naturally started looking up gratitude. And I found one on a Marine Corps website that just totally blew my mind and explained everything about it. This was a Marine Corps website from San Diego. And it was like, I think it was a blog post possibly. If you Google popular gratitude activities and exercises, it doesn't come up. So Lord only knows how I found it. If you'd like the link, I can send you the link. But in this blog post, it wrote, Gratitude comes from the Latin word gratus, meaning thankful or pleasing. And further in the post, this article used this phrase that I absolutely love, and I'm digging it. It says, actively choose to find joy in life. So I decided this was the proper theme that I was looking for. And so I decided, okay, let's start putting an attitude of gratitude into my runs. It's a lot more simple than you would think. Here's how to start putting an attitude of gratitude into your runs every time you start. Start by considering what you're thankful for or grateful for as you tie your running shoes. So the other day, I had a rough night of sleep, tossing, turning, stressing out over work issues, and I'm sitting at the front door, and I'm tying my shoes, and I said, okay, let's just do a test run. So I looked at my bright running shoes, my coral-colored Ultra Mont Blanc, and out loud, I said, I am so thankful that I don't have boring shoes and that as I run this morning, every driver will see my shoes. It made me so happy. That was just filled me with joy. As I stepped out the front door and I drew a deep breath of the cool morning air, I once again declared aloud, I am grateful I can draw a full breath regularly. So I decided I was going to go um, down towards town center until I decided that I wasn't going down towards town center. So I passed under the highway bridge and I glanced up in the darkness and there were a couple homeless tents that were pitched under there. And so once again, out loud, I said, I'm so thankful that I can still afford to live indoors and don't have to try and stay warm and attend outdoors in the fall and winter. So then I decided, no, I really want to go around Mount Trashmore. So I turned around, and ran down Independence Boulevard to Edwin, crossed over Edwin, went up to Mount Trashmore. And... As I'm running up the steep side staircase and then off into the top of Mount Trashmore, I tripped over the same stone on Mount Trashmore that I've probably tripped over a gazillion times. But I caught myself. And so after I caught myself, I I out loud once again said, I'm so thankful that I have the core strength to rebalance myself when I trip now. Because that's one of the things that I'm really focusing on is building core strength. So it's still a little bit dark out, but the sun is starting to rise into the fog. There was like a fog in the the sky and everything. But it's starting to clear a little. And I glanced down at Mount Trashmore Lake, and it was so beautiful. The mist was sort of rising off the lake, but the, the early morning rays were hitting it. And so out loud, once again, I said, I am grateful for the mist rising off the lake and the beautiful early morning sky. And throughout the run, I found myself not even wondering about pace or mileage, and I was just running steadily, feeling thankful at every turn, every stoplight that went on for eternity. And my whole run was filled with this whole wonder of a grateful life. It just set me free, my mind free from stress and terrain. I find that running is much more manageable, even when running outrageous miles just for fun. And so I thought back to an article that I wrote about two years ago, because this whole thing of attitude of gratitude just really strikes me. And this this article was called Run Free by Developing an Attitude of Gratitude. And this one actually came after I had been running on the Appalachian Trail in a rainstorm that didn't show on the radar before I began running. And I had been grumbling about the conditions, the slipperiness of the trail. And I, I was just listening to my my audible and inaudible groaning and complaining. And this time I stopped in the middle of the trail. I mean, right smack dab in the middle of the trail. And I stopped and I actually yelled at myself. I yelled at myself, do you know how many people would love to be moving like you are right now? See, this has come out of the whole COVID thing where when I was running COVID, I kept on thinking about the huge numbers of people that would just be extremely thankful to take a step instead of laying in their hospital beds. And so I took my glasses cloth out of my little plastic bag that I kept it in and I wiped my glasses and I silently whispered, thank you. Because when you're thankful for the opportunity to run, there's something that grows inside of you. When you're thankful for the opportunity to run, you suddenly begin to hope that it never ends. And so my hope is every day to be able to run because that sense of thankfulness for the opportunity to not just be able to run, but to see the beauty in nature that so many are not able to experience, that's something that is just magical. Uh G.K. Chesterton, long, long ago, wrote in a short history of England, nineteen seventeen, he wrote, I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. It is with this type of thanks that I lace up my shoes and go running. And I, you would be amazed what happens when you just take a mile out of focusing on the, on setting the new land speed record, and you're just grateful. So I decided I, I'm going to start this thing, and I'm going to call it the Grateful Mile Club. So if anybody wants to join in, just shoot me a text or shoot me a, a direct message or an email or whatever. You can email me at mikehornerultra at gmail.com. And tell me, hey, I want to join this gratitude mile club. Here's the whole concept of instituting a gratitude mile into your run. I heard about this when I was coming back from uh, inner ear surgery in 2018. And after six weeks of no exertion because of surgery to my inner ear, I found myself totally unable to sustain running for even a mile after three or four weeks. Most of my runs were actually just walks with a little bit of yogging. But I mean, it was, it was just, I was just so frustrated. And I talked to a friend about the, about the frustration and she emailed me an article from women's running by Allie Burdick. That is, uh, the article is called, Can Gratitude Make You a Better Runner? Allie Burdick, B U R D I C K. And this in 2018 really filled me with hope. So I read with excitement Maureen Gillespie's keynote speech for the Psychology and Neuroscience Commencement Ceremony at the University of New Hampshire. She titled it Gratitude. It was posted on the Harrier and Hounds website, which is the New University of New Hampshire's website. And it had this one line. It was so awesome. I, I hope you guys get this. I was grateful for the opportunity to finish a race that gives you so many reasons to want to quit. This is, this is just something that in my running, a, after I came back from inner ear surgery in 2018, I was so incredibly thankful for finishing a race or a difficult run. I didn't care if I was dead fricking last, DFL. I was just so grateful to finish a race or run and to be able to have the ability to go out and run. And, you know, we can all get to this place where we lose that appreciation for the ability to run. Where we get caught up in trying to get faster, be stronger, and accumulate impressive statistics. But, you know, when you start to read about this whole gratitude thing, it gives you a glimmer of hope, and, and it really should take and it causes us to do one thing, and that's change our attitude. When I resolved to change my attitude about running, my whole running life changed. Every time I set out for a run now, I make sure there's at least one mile, just one mile, where I don't think about pace, my gait, my distance, or the other myriad of things that we think of as runners. And what I do is I just take one mile and I just take, all I do is I concentrate on being thankful. I thank my creator that as I approach 60, I'm still able to get out and run insane distances for insane amounts of time. There are many forms of the gratitude mile. And, you know, the key is really just to take a mile. Don't look at the statistics. Focus in on what you can be thankful for. And one of the best ways to do this is pre plan a mile stretch where you're just going to concentrate on situations and people that bring you a sense of gratefulness. Just take that mile every run. And you can either do be weird like me and express your thankfulness or inwardly express the thankfulness for a friend or colleague. Often this ends up being my forever girlfriend, who is also known as my wife. You just sit there and you just take that mile and you just go and you start talking about why you're grateful for a person or a situation and you just, you're just expressing gratitude. One of the things I love to do when I'm going through a rough patch during an ultramarathon, and it takes my mind off the pain that's often involved with these things. One of the things I do is I take and I start to begin to think of someone or something I'm grateful for. And I concentrate on that rather than the pain and discomfort. There's so many things that come from this attitude of gratitude. Google Gillespie sometime and, and read her, her whole speech on gratitude that she gave at the University of New Hampshire. There's one line that I would take, and if I was ever going to get a tattoo, this would be what I would tattoo on my forearm. And it says, research has also focused on not just experiencing the emotion of gratitude, but the trait of being a grateful person and its relationship to well-being. In this study, they found that people who score higher on scales measuring how often and how intensely they feel gratitude tend to handle stress and setbacks better. More grateful people tend to use more positive coping strategies like seeking out emotional support from others and planning for the future, and they use fewer negative coping strategies like substance abuse, blame, and denial when faced with obstacles, and I hope you caught that. Grateful people tend to use more positive coping strategies like seeking out emotional support from others and planning for the future. And they use fewer negative coping strategies like substance abuse, blame, and denial when faced with, with obstacles. Look, we're all going to have obstacles in life. Life is not going to go perfect. Life is not meant to be perfect because... It's in the imperfect times that we learn the most about ourselves and we learn just what we were created for. We learn that we're created for greatness. We learn that the one who created us looks down on us all the time and he says, you are awesome because I made you, I created you and I planted every seed of running, every seed of exercise, every seed of going on long bike rides, every seed of who you are. The essence of who you are was planted in you by me. And when you begin to be grateful for that, all of a sudden you're going to find that instead of getting into the pain cave and focusing on the in, on the pain cave, you're drift into this gratitude and gratefulness and you know i don't know about the physicality part of it but mentally when i fill my mind with gratefulness and gratitude and thankfulness i'm filled with renewed energy and purpose i don't know what it is so one of my memories of this is you know coming up the final mile during the jfk 50 uh, miler in november 2020 Tears filled my eyes. I was alive with gratitude for the opportunity to run this race in particular, but also that I'd been strengthened after severely twisting my ankle at mile 16. For 35 miles of the JFK 50, I just kept repeating words of gratitude. I'd think of things I was thankful for, from the mundane to the big ones. When I was running with other people, I would suddenly burst out with a gratitude statement, and they'd look at me like I'm weird, and I didn't care. I'd say I'm so grateful for my wife and her, and her accepting that I'm insane and desire to run long distances for a long amount of time. He brought me chicken broth. And I remember saying, I'm thankful for that chicken broth. It tasted like a gourmet meal. I'd say stuff like, I'm thankful that one of my ankles feels great. should just seen the look on the guy's face when I said that. Because <laughs> that was like at the last aid station. We're on the road. And I I just out loud said, I'm so thankful that one of my ankles feels great. And this dude turned around and looked at me like, dude, you are so strange. And that's okay. Gratitude will get you through a lot of things. Developing this as a habit just may be the secret sauce that brings us all through this race that we call life. So here's the conclusion. Find something to be thankful for your next run and test to see if it works for you or not. I'm willing to bet that you'll be thankful that you listened to this podcast and that you decided that you're going to develop an attitude of gratitude and you're going to start taking every single run and you're going to institute a gratitude mile into your run. I challenge you to do this. Can't wait to see what happens. I want to hear the stories of what happens when people begin to put in an attitude of gratitude and start instituting a gratitude mile in every single run. I think you're going to be surprised. You may even be crazy and go run weird amounts of distances like I do. Man, I really am so incredibly thankful that for three years you guys have been tuning into the Living and Ultra Life podcast. I am blown away that this thing has lasted three years. I'm blown away by the guests we've had on. I mean, just totally blown away. We've got some amazing guests upcoming. Uh, people that are just going to blow your mind—they're just tremendously talented runners, and, but they're also amazing people that are going to tell you the stories of their life. And oh man, I'm just so excited to be going into our fourth year of the Living in an for Life podcast, and it's all because of you—the incredible people that keep on listening. I thank you. I'm grateful for you, and I want to say that's it for this week's episode of Living and Ultra Life. Thank you for listening.